0: That's how we started every podcast episode.
1: I think we you would probably, probably lose the subscribers.
0: Our, our own Disney Disney covers that are, you wouldn't download a podcast themes. We can get uh, some musical theater people on the podcast. Oh, I
1: know plenty but of because
2: those. I know plenty of those. I like, do? isn't that, that's like a step away from like, didn't the alt-right like co-op that Aladdin song <laughs> that was like taken out of the movie? What? Like there was like a, de- a deleted Aladdin song that like didn't make the final cut of the movie got cut out but it was like recorded and it's called like proud of your boy and the alt right co-opted it I've because never originally heard of that. Uh, originally uh, Aladdin like in the movie his mom was supposed to be in it and uh, he was supposed to be trying to like make her proud and that was like a whole concept so yeah. there was this whole proud of my boy song and uh or proud of your boy and Dude, what? Like the God old, right if...
0: co-opted
2: it. Look it up. Let's listen to this shit, dude.
0: <laughs> um, let's see. Damn, I'm so glad you said we should listen to it. I was like, God, I hope we get to listen to it. Right? Ah.
2: Well, you know, <laughs> be careful. Disney might own it. We might have to pitch pitch. Yeah, actually, uh, shit, I'm dude.
1: I'm paranoid now. This is the water. And this is the well we get all it. right do we want to listen to this fucking aladdin song let's do it Drink let's hear full. let's hear the alt-right
2: disney the uh worship because i feel like it makes a lot of sense
1: All right.
2: to
0: try it? let's do it is this a like a a person
1: performing it of your boy, it's an in-studio recording it's live at baby grand in williamsburg <laughs> Me, He's singing into an SM7B, dude. This is really gay. Surprise. Dude,
2: they sing this. Like, the alt right, the tiki I've dudes, like, sing this.
0: Time, I've me.
1: Soy behavior, if you ask me. So say yeah, it definitely I'm is a late bloomer. All right, I can't take it anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a Could whole imagine, lot. I hate, like, I hate this sh- fucking office. Shit. Could you so imagine
2: much. like a crowd like anti-protesting like singing this like oath keepers Ugh. and proud boy. It's it's a proud boy thing. That's what it is. It's it's like that's specifically repulsive. proud boys cuz like proud of my boy, you know.
0: Yeah. Yo, we should start doing that shit like they do in the David Lynch movies when something crazy happens and like all of a sudden everyone's like voice gets slowed down and distorted.
1: Yeah. Like a Tony like, Zaran video. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if the minions was real? That shit would be cool as fuck. Dude. All right. Um, I'm gonna have to check in with Jacob. Uh Jacob's watching Twin Peaks the Return. What what are you thinking? What what's your take I'm so thinking- far?
0: So here's the thing, you told me you guys were like, I keep seeing this shit online all the time about Part Eight, right? Yes. Sure. And for some reason, I thought it was going to be a mostly uh, narrative pivotal point of in coor- the series. Of course you
2: did. Of course that's you did. What I said, so, that's what <laughs> that's not why everyone talks about it. Wait, Aaron did did you did you watch it in real time when it was coming out? Here, okay, yes, I actually have. I watched a, it week to week.
1: Yeah, I have a slightly funny story as to. Me watching part eight, right? Okay, so uh-huh. I, I had watched it right when it came out every week, episodic. And that week that part eight came out, my parents had uh, got a little um, uh, vacation uh, Airbnb or whatever in like Martha's Vineyard, and we were we had just gotten in like that day, and then I saw that they had a like a like an amazon fire stick or whatever on the tv and they they had like instructions on how to set it up so i was like oh fuck like we can watch the twin peaks episode tonight like we can watch it right when it comes out so we like hooked it up and like signed in and then we're in this like fucking like airbnb on martha's vineyard (laughs) and then we're like all right time to watch twin peaks the return press play and then it's like fucking nine inch nails like blaring and then it goes into like the whole like part eight shit and then it ended and i was like what the fuck was that aaron
2: it's it's the nine it's the nine inch nails Nails. in in, in, in the roadhouse in the twin peaks
1: universe it's the nine inch nails but yeah Um, that was a incredible way to watch that episode because like you jacob i had no Reason to believe that it would be any different than nobody, everything nobody that came did. before. Yeah. It was really like, off the wall.
2: Read about it. Unless you like spoiled it for yourself. No. You know.
1: It was fucking And
0: insane. you
2: still you yeah. still have uh what, eight hours left, Jacob?
0: Uh I still have ten more episodes. It's just ten hours.
2: Ten. Ten.
0: Wow. Yeah. So I anyway, yeah. it, the thing about it is is that uh, neither Bella or I had really slept a mu- that much the night before because we both had tr- like trouble falling asleep. And I like I remember the day before I was like, oh, we should watch Twin Peaks tonight because we're like we're gonna get to episode seven. And then right after that is eight, and I've heard eight is like crazy. So I'm thinking this whole time, like hyping up this episode to Bella. I'm like, "Hey, like this is gonna be like a real like narrative pivotal point." Is what it seems like. <laughs> in the show it kind of is i mean just not in the way you thought i haven't got to episode nine yet so i had to take a little breaky after that one (laughs) um but i was like so stoked on and i was like yeah like we gotta watch this shit tonight and we started and then like it like there's the shit where the like the woodsman shit are like uh, all like opacified on top of the film yeah running around like reviving yeah whatever and uh, so I was insane. like, okay, okay. This is starting a little interesting. And then the Nine Inch Nails cut happens in the beginning. And I'm like, after this shit, it's going to get insane. Because <laughs> the f- fucking Nine Inch Nails are playing well, right now. And like a they, play the
1: they play the whole song. They play the whole fucking... It's like a five-minute song. They play the whole song. Yeah. it didn't.
2: Tell me it didn't get insane. It just didn't get insane in the it way did,
0: you expected it, it to. It did get insane. Um, I always... I love the whole, like... I like David Lynch's like experimental stuff that he likes to do. I feel like it was great to see like his something. Art. <laughs> yeah, it felt like well, it felt like it was like one of his short films superimposed in the middle of the episode. Mm-hmm. You know what there's I mean? There's
1: lots of moments like that throughout the the return. Like yeah. there's some good scenes where you see his uh his well, his if, roots if that, coming through. If
2: that was a, a surprise to you, let me tell you, the next ten hours <laughs> gonna be a lot more of that type of uh, <laughs> not going not going where you think it's going
0: yeah it's exciting but yeah i was uh it was a big banger i'd say i thought it was a, a strong banger it's a huge vibe. Um, i think oh, wait, well, the, what and the now you're and you're uh,
1: you're back to smoking cigarettes because it's so cool in that episode <laughs> yeah the, well, bella bella had hate, had
0: a light?
2: i
1: mean you just got a light it. first because you it. were
2: like i was selling it to bella as this like narrative switch and then like we watched it and you didn't say like whether they were like stoked on the difference or
0: not, uh, no, Bella didn't like it. Bella was very tired and was like, This is <laughs> that was Bella's like, Oh, B- it's a black episode. and white.
1: Bella's like, Oh, this is black and white. Uh, it's old. I can't watch this. <laughs> I'm finna head out. <laughs> uh,
2: it's like, Oh, yeah, this was... guy
1: watched Eraserhead like once and then makes a I
2: black did. and white episode. What the yeah. hell, dude? I did so, like, like
0: cringe. <laughs> I liked the um, it felt. It definitely feels very eraser head in that point until like it gets into like the the shader toy shit for a while where he's like, yo, guys, I found out about shader toys. You can just come up with these things. It's called open GL and you can just have it execute over time. And we can we can use it to make like cool plumes of smoke. And like the little crackles, and then we can have uh, we can do fire out of it. And it's not going to be just video of fire, we can make <laughs> the fire do whatever we want. It could pulsate to the drone if we wanted to. It's going to be crazy. I'm going to get my boy Dean on it too. He's going to make sure the sound <laughs> my sounds boy great.
1: Dean. I have a <laughs> Dean Hurley guys? LP in the mail, should be delivered Damn. today. Do
2: you, do you guys um, watch the weather reports and the the number of the day?
1: Not all of them, does. but I I try to when I get that notification. Yeah, I like I go in and out of
2: like paying attention to it, but like when I am like that whole week, I'm watching every day. The
1: funniest, mm. did you, you saw the one where he was like tomorrow I have some important news. And everyone was like, yeah, Oh was my God, re- he was going to retire. It. He's going to announce <laughs> twin Peaks season four. Like he's going to fucking announce like a razor head like, he was like, everyone was like, Oh, like all, all the fucking headlines were like, Oh, David Lynch has a big announcement tomorrow. And then Ronnie his announcement, rocket, finally, yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. Ronnie rocket. Dune remake. Uh, he's also making a Dune remake. Um, but- I killed Dilla- Dennis Villeneuve and now I'm doing the Doom remake. <laughs> I shot <laughs> but, the fucker uh, in the head. But then he was like, well, I was going to stop doing the weather report, but everyone likes it so much that I'm going to keep doing it. And everyone was like, yeah. what the fuck? fuck dude well because he (laughs) was like it it was
2: the it was like the one year anniversary of him doing it and he was like i'm gonna stop after a year and he just kept doing it because people were so stoked about it in the comments like yeah to have like something to pay attention to that felt like a normal morning routine yeah and he was like i
1: can't take that away i don't know it's just cool he's such an enigmatic dude it's like cool to just see him like chilling and just like they got to the give camera. that man a good bit of money
0: so he can just really like blow his whole load before he dies.
1: I mean, yeah, he already
0: got
2: that w- wisteria <laughs> yeah. or whatever is supposed to be, yeah, new wisteria, thing. yeah, yeah. I do what the
1: fuck that is. There should be, I I read that they were going to be filming this summer or something, mm. I'm sure, can't remember. I mean, but there's also like no, the whole thing's official- filmed
2: in my
0: old Bushwick apartment, by the way. What's up? Oh, yeah. The whole thing's filmed in my old Bushwick apartment. I sent so, David Lynch so, a video of it, and he's like, love the vibes. Looks like a good place to kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. He, the problem is, is
2: production production is slowed because he needs to get more money from the studio because Bushwick's so popular right now. Yeah. yeah. It's like too expensive to film in your apartment.
0: Lots of money. Gotta get Governor the, Cuomo
1: the, is not giving me enough tax breaks to film in Bushwick.
0: <laughs> I'll pull his nipple rings out. <laughs> I'll grab like, both of them, get them in my pinky fingers. That's all I'm going to need. And I'll give it a good yank outward. He's I'll, I'll he's pull like, it like one of those old tops. I would I would come back to New
2: York, but, but they're focusing on the wrong things. They're looking at the donut and not the hole. Forget <laughs> weed. Legalize transcendental meditation. I know. You know what I mean? Exactly, Pu- Dr. Brons. was a little more transcendental meditation
0: Let's DM let's break the David Lynch. Big, yeah. If you're listening yeah. to this episode, what I want you to do is take a pause right now. Go to iTunes. Put five stars in the review. Nothing lower. And then tell us who did the best David Lynch impression. <laughs> yeah. Okay? I want cuz you got to hear 3 right there. So if you're listening right now, this is early in the episode too. I'm not saying to pause the episode. Keep it playing. You did but say go to, to the iTunes. iTunes at first. No, okay, Someone's sorry. like, I already Don't can't tell the, the differences. Right. What if people
2: can only tell the difference between us when we're doing our David Lynch impressions?
0: Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of energy from those out everyone. It's also funny because you can see mm-hmm. on the, the waveform where the David Lynch impressions definitely happened because they were louder than right. normal volume. Mm-hmm.
2: What's well, about um, sound design? You know, the sound is very important yeah. to the, uh, the whole process. But yeah, yeah, I was going to say Wisteria, it's like, there's, you know, they've said, like, that they don't plan to do more Twin Peaks, but nothing's, like, off the table. Like, I feel like, you know, he's talked about wanting to explore more Twin Peaks with n- the new characters and further, yeah
1: you know? there so was I, some feel, like, I
2: feel like that's what it's going to be. There
1: were some rumors, like, that it was, like, the same production company that Twin Peaks mm-hmm. they did, and, like, there were some, like slightly persuade- persuasive evidence that it may be a Twin Peaks project. I mean, I would not be opposed to that. I, I Part of me kind of wants to see a totally new thing from him, but also, yeah. like, there is enough from the new season of Twin Peaks that, like, he could make something that's technically totally new with, like, the new characters and stuff that's not completely just redoing Twin Peaks.
2: The doors like open with Showtime. Like they yeah. they gave in and let him do what like he wanted to do, and the critical reception was good. So they're like, "All right, we'll let him do it again." You know what I right, mean? Right? Yeah, that's what I see.
0: I'd um I'd really like um if he did a a uh, like a like a Netflix style documentary. <laughs>
1: Shut the fuck up! Yeah, like don't getting- don't say that out loud because it's that's gonna happen. I went to
2: IFC Center, like, a couple years ago and saw that, like, the Art of David Lynch documentary about, like, his art.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. I haven't seen that. It was episode. good.
2: Yeah. It was good. But, you know, it's, like, pretty much all about that. It's, like, very little is about his filmmaking. Right. Right. Sure career
0: you know i was on artsy last night and i was looking at this painting that he did of like this deformed woman and it's called like deformed woman one or something and they have a a thing where you can see what it looks like in your house (laughs) so i clicked (laughs) it i put it on the wall and i was like bro what do you think of this like right here she was like what the (laughs) fuck i'm like could be good three thousand dollars i mean you know three thousand
2: dollars isn't that bad you know
1: uh, how much for five men getting sick though? I want that on my mm. in my apartment wall. I feel like it'd be better
0: to do uh, to get an NFT though. You know what I mean? <sighs> so don't give them any
1: ideas. You gotta get the original prop ear from Blue Velvet. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, we pretty sick. Um yeah, no, so I sped through Twin Peaks season two. I have one, the last episode left, which is like fire. Um so I barreled through it this past week. And so I'm gonna watch that last episode and then I'm gonna I'm gonna like truly absorb Firewalk with Me, Criterion, Blu-ray. Like, I'm gonna You're gonna smell it? The missing pieces is on there too. I know, dude. Did you
0: watch it? Nah.
1: Are you fucking kidding me, dude?
0: (laughs) What did I tell you?
1: I didn't watch it. You gotta I'm watch it. Sorry, dude. Fake fan behavior right there, dude. I'm just, I'm so disappointed. You have to watch two, it. Too,
2: too, like, ready for episode eight. Like, Firewalk with Me, like, you're just like, you finish Firewalk with Me, and you're like, man, I gotta know what happens in episode eight. I can't, no, no missing <laughs> yeah. pieces. I,
1: I need to push, push forward. <laughs> yeah. Dude, some of the best scenes are in the missing pieces.
0: Damn, I'm still gonna go. I'm gonna go back and watch it though. I'm gonna go back and watch you it. You should. You know what? Really I good. like. I, I feel like order is important, but at the same time, like I'm playing Yakuza seven now. I haven't even played another damn one. So it's like.
2: <laughs> I mean, Jacob, you know. you've seen you've seen both one of my favorites and one of like what was talked about at the time as one of the most cringe worthy scenes in cinema, which is James and Laura talking about the turkey. Oh, yeah. In the the corn. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. (laughs) Which I I fucking love because I'm like deep tied into the movie when it's happening. And like I get the subtext of what's happening. But it was like lauded as like some of the worst like dialogue in like a film of the 90s. Well, Cheryl Lee, I mean, Cheryl Lee
1: delivers that line. Like a, like a master. Like, she's so good. Yeah, it's amazing. Also, there's the scene in The Missing Pieces where her and Donna are talking about muffins the whole time. Yeah. You know, talking about? Yeah. And, and she goes... <laughs> of course. Yeah. In, the missing, in The Missing Pieces. She goes, No, Donna, you're <laughs> right. I am the muffin. She's, like, crying. You know what I love like
0: about Twin Peaks Return, though? They uh, replaced Donna with an attractive Donna. Which I think is <laughs> a strong move.
2: That's a, that's a pot shot at Come on. That's like. Uh, it's true, dude. That's not. It's that's true. not a good reason. The correct reason of thank God why she was replaced is because like <laughs> Lara Flynn Boyle was like apparently like insanely hard to work with. And because she was dating Kyle McLaughlin, like and jealous of uh, Cheryl Finn Finn um, mm. Sherilyn Finn. Yeah, she she like. Tried to change the narrative of the plot because she was like upset at like Kyle having too much screen time with other women, and, <laughs> which is insane. Because like
1: because Laura Flynn Boyle has not absolutely nothing to do with Cooper in the in the show. Well, she
2: <laughs> she did kind of get fucked over because initially, um, like characters were written in to the show at the beginning during the audition process because they couldn't decide on casting. Right. And David Lynch is like, I love this person, but they're not right for this, so I'll write a role for Audrey. But it mm-hmm. was really like, technically Donna would have been the lead female protagonist of the show. It was kind of her show. Mm. And then all these other characters got written in and she kind of had to share the spotlight. Right. Because really the show is about the best friend uh, like someone whose best friend got murdered. That's and true. How they're like reacting. It's actually so she kind of got yeah, fucked over. It is a little. I get
1: why she was pissed. You you would expect her to have a bigger uh, role in the show, and even in season one, you know, her and James are are or yeah, her and James are doing mm-hmm. their like undercover detective work together. But uh-huh. even still, that kind of doesn't. It's not even the main focus of like they're right. just kind of fucking around, you know,
2: like. It- She was really supposed to be like a bigger part of it. Yeah. And the whole, the whole Lara Flynn Boyle and the recasting, they just kind of ended up just like getting rid of her because it was too difficult. Yeah. To like keep that going. And it really is a shame because that, at the core, that's kind of what the show
1: was about, Donna. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's good. I like, I like Lara Flynn Boyle. A lot of people prefer Moira Kelly, but I think she has. She, I mean, she. She's like, if she wasn't so hard to work with, she could have like totally been a breakout right. star from the it, show. Because it's think the best work of her career. It's the best work <laughs> of her far. career, <laughs> by far. You know, I, know. Was, I was, I was reading, I, cause I, um, cause you know, the the whole end of season two is with uh, Heather Graham, who comes in, and I was, I googled that this exact thing because I was like, I, I needed to refresh my memory on what exactly happened apparently Lara Flynn Boyle convinced Kyle McLaughlin to bring it up with David Lynch as a age gap issue like like he was Mm -hmm. he wasn't comfortable with the age gap between him and Audrey um and so their solution was to bring in Heather Graham who is younger than (laughs) Sherilyn Fenn (laughs) as the new love interest and so like there's a quote from Sherilyn Fenn she's like She's like that. That doesn't even solve the the the, pro- the ostensible problem that he claimed. Oh, it's this age gap thing. But Heather Graham is younger than me. What? Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it's
2: complete well, I feel like By the time Heather Graham got introduced, they were probably pretty sure it wasn't going to get renewed mm. at that point. And they were just like, oh, totally, we're going to do what we fucking want.
0: Totally. Um, I will say this though: it's very important that they did cast Sharon Finn as audrey because they ended up using johnny depp as the man behind winkies in mulholland drive <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's yeah. that's important i mean so true they wouldn't have had that connection because when Cheryl finn and johnny depp were dating that's when you know david lynch met him and said you're gonna be great behind a dumpster
2: yeah and that's how <laughs> johnny depp and that's how johnny depp and amber heard met because they were both at <laughs> the same audition and she she didn't get it, but that they connected on a emotional level.
0: Oh man! And then that is how Elon Musk met Johnny Depp and met David Lynch. And Elon Musk is starring in Wisteria.
2: Well, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, he's going to be shot on Johnny camera Depp, with a real. guy. Johnny
2: Depp's the one that that gave Elon Musk the the tips on how to get luscious hair because he learned from the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, on on set hair hair. Uh, Team,
0: the only yeah. thing Johnny Depp gave Elon Musk was probably HPV.
2: You think Johnny Depp, you think Elon Musk has ever gone and seen Johnny Depp's like blues band that he's in with like that? Like
1: it's like a super group of like celebrities that all suck at music. Yeah. When they play together? <laughs> I, I don't are, think Elon Musk who, has ever been to a live concert.
2: Who's in that band? What, what's it called again? There's like a ridiculous Is it, name, uh,
1: White Stripes. <laughs> no, but it's close. Wait, wasn't it, is it... Was it Them Crooked Vultures? Is that what it was? No, 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 no. Dude,
2: if only. No, it's called The Hollywood
1: Vampires. Oh, yeah. I, I'm getting my old man supergroups mixed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Hollywood and, uh,
0: Vampires. Isn't that the one that what's-his-name's in? Uh... Listen, Associated
2: Acts, Guns N' Roses, Tom, Tommy Hendrickson, Glenn Sobel, Buck Johnson, Chris Wise, Duff McKagan, who's from Guns N' Roses. So... <laughs> Marilyn Manson is in it. so <laughs> okay. Or Associated Act. Yeah. Associated Act.
1: Because
2: uh-huh. there's video of Marilyn Manson and Johnny Depp on stage playing together with the LA Vampires. Yeah. Like at, mm. at like the Viper Room or some shit. And uh, the band has released two studio albums featuring guest appearances by Paul McCartney, Dave Grohl, Joe Walsh, and Christopher Lee, among others. It's old man Insane. music.
0: You know, Do some you- people some people you know some people are Jason Schwartzman some people are Johnny Depp you know Dude,
2: Jason Schwartzman was in Phantom Planet come on have some that's,
0: that's what I meant <laughs> that's why that that was the contrast Jeff Dude, open I'm up your deep. ears
2: I'm getting deep into this this is fucked up it really is so it, shouldn't, down the it shouldn't hole?
1: exist
0: are you Kesha, drinking Marilyn, Marilyn Manson
2: Harry Farrell Tom Morello they all like performed with them <laughs> at, like live nights Jesus at the Roxy. It was always at the Roxy. This is fucking Alice Cooper is a current member, Johnny Depp, Joe Perry. Dude, that's insane. That's absolutely the that's honestly <laughs> it's literally like the like it's like a Frankenstein like if the Holly if the Oscars were hosted at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and like lightning struck it and like everyone like merged spirits yeah. and it like turned into like a super monster, that's like what that band would represent. Yeah.
1: It's grotesque. It's kind of like an 80s horror movie. Absolutely.
0: Do you ever you know? There's like this. Have you seen that picture where it's Joe Perry and Steven Tyler and they have the same hair color? Like they did they dyed their hair the same way.
2: No. It's like they have like
0: this white streak in the front.
2: I don't like looking at pictures of Steven Tyler, dude. His mouth makes me me uncomfortable.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
2: (laughs) Can't tell you why, but I just have a feeling that it's like it's a little it's so large it's it's a little too close to me and it's probably got a lot of stuff that i don't want near me
1: Mm, yeah like hey that's
2: like irreversible but you know i also i'm conflicted because usually i don't want to miss a thing so like yeah you know it's like even when i dream of you (laughs) the sweetest thing i'll never do keep keep going keep going because I miss you, babe. And also that song Jaded kind of went off, but dude, fuck Aerosmith.
1: You know what I mean? I close my eyes. Is Aerosmith <laughs> considered cock rock? And it's, it's like classic dick. rock at this
2: point, but it's like it's classic rock. But it was like that
1: it was like people when did consider
2: they? like new It's 70s in like eight. It's like people consider it like newer mm. rock, but it fell into like the classic rock category, but it was like you know, the next gen, like gen two, I guess they are
1: seventies rock.
2: Yeah, dude, they're seventies AF, like fucking trans Ams blast Aerosmith. It's like the
1: stereotype of like, like muscle bros that like rock music in the seventies. I, one of my friends, um, from high school's dad, I think used to be work at Logan airport and would greet, uh, I don't know the the job title, but would be would be like greeting you know people as they come off the plane. And uh, there was one story he had where um, Aerosmith was at Logan Airport, and they were like practicing in the hallway, and they were really fucking bad.
2: <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, whatever. <laughs> they were practicing. The They're probably just. They yeah. Probably just fucked up. That was up. the story. They're probably just like fucked up, dude. They're all on so much drugs. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like when yeah, you're yeah. fucked up like that, and. Everyone that is with you, that is dependent on telling you if it's good or bad is also fucked up. And everybody just thinks you sound good.
1: They are sometimes referred to as the bad boys from Boston. And get this, America's greatest rock and roll band. Who came up with that? The fact
2: they did the fact that they're from the the city of brotherly love is just fucking bullshit (laughs) already. You already know you go in with a bias. Like you're from Boston, like we get it. Dropkick Murphys, like stop. We know. Yeah, I gotta be honest. Shut up, Aerosmith.
0: If I could have just been a fly on the wall in Boston Logan Airport, watching (laughs) Aerosmith practice in Terminal B, right, fresh off the JetBlue flight. (sighs) come my pants those are i mean that's the thing you know one of the problems is you know we lost american rock and roll you know what i mean now it's nothing but you know
2: i don't know springsteen still drives drunk dude it's pretty american
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's true dude shout out doing doing
1: ads for uh what what he had a super bowl ad for like, for driving drunk, for Ford or Chevrolet or something. For driving drunk,
0: he's like when I, well, he got, when he I got get the in the drunk car driving right after. <laughs> when I get in the car after a couple of drinks, I always choose Ford. <laughs> yeah, the the, the, do the do drunk car, driving say, yeah, was I like auxiliary
1: die. content for that spot. Yeah. What would have been sick is if he
2: did a, an ad for like the Tesla like self-driving cars and then it was part of it was like part of a marketing scheme to be like, look, I was doing it safe because I have my car that self-drives.
1: You mm. saw that you saw that uh the Tesla tu- the the tunnel, did you see that? They they're doing know it, You about. know, you know like the Hyperloop bullshit where yeah. it's like it's like a tunnel for one car at a time. They had a demo of it. And the cars are going at like 15 miles an hour 15 <laughs> They're going so slow. It's Damn, so that's stupid. not very really hyper, dude.
0: <laughs>
2: but the thing is, Aaron, you got to account for inflation, like if everybody's doing it, then it'll take everybody that much time to get places, and it'll just be normalized.: I guess you're so right like you, gotta, you gotta think big picture like when you're trying to take over the world, you have to envision everybody doing what you think.
0: I thought it was supposed you know? to like shoot your ass through at like 700 miles per hour. Well, it's not safe yet. They're working on it. <laughs> the they algorithms
2: got, are are working on it.
0: They got a v- uh, virgin is doing one of these too, apparently. Hmm. Which virgin be better yeah. just because it's virginal. Yeah, it's called, I could I could have guessed, guessed that. It, it's Do you guys keep the, seeing the that thing? <laughs> right. Do you keep seeing that thing that says uh, that says that the the Chad the Giga Chad guy is actually a virgin? I can't actually find that article. Who I think are you it's talking big. about?
2: Who's the Giga Chad? What?
0: The dude, the gray, the black and white photo. Of oh, the guy I the saw a archer, uh, headline, Chad.
1: but I didn't look into it. Yeah, I but just not look into it. Was, true. was it a
0: screenshot of a headline? Because I yeah. can't find the
1: article. Yeah, I think that that was a little bit of fake news. What fake news media? Yeah. Fake news media. Okay, so here Yo, we go with cat. The Yo,
2: cat. My cat walked along the back of the couch behind me.
0: With the Virgin he's, Hyperloop, he's the guys, table. you can get from New York to LA in four hours. Kind of, kind of but, nice. Uh, I I'd fuck you with You get dude.
2: there, but are you alive when you get there?
0: Uh, you can get there to. How about this? Chicago to New York what shape, hour
1: what shape 22 are you in hour and twenty two minutes.
2: What shape is your physical state in when you arrive? You're
1: looking like the monkey from The Fly by the time you get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. like just kind of a pile of twitching you. meat. I'm What'd ready you
2: for get? that. I'm ready for teleportation. They, they, Steve Urkel did it on Family <laughs> Matters. They went to yeah. France. I want to yeah. go to the fucking bodega in a teleporter. <laughs> it's less far than France. If Urkel <laughs> could do it in the fucking 90s, what the I fuck, know. Elon?
0: come on man dude china is coming out with a 2500 mile per hour train that why don't we, why don't we, we have should willy, give in let's why don't give we in. have
2: willy wonka technology like why can't like the shit from the tv come out and come into the living room yet
0: like it's physically? time to stop with this this american exceptionalism we literally cannot beat this anymore we're fucked they got faster trains than us We're never going to get as fast as trains.
2: The thing about American exceptionalism is, we're right. We're just right about the wrong aspect because we're the best at being the worst. Mm. So, like, if we just embrace, it's like they have half of it correct. You know what I
0: mean? I um, my don't we uh, have like a
2: huge listenership in another country? It's like two hundred percent or like we're like number 23 on the charts. Like I wonder if the fan base there hears this and like it ex- they like explode or something. They're just like, "Yeah!" What country Yeah, I don't was know. That? something random, It was to America. like, oh, we're number 30 in like Malaysia for
1: like <laughs> we gotta give, music, we got to give podcasts a sh- a sh- or something. We got to give a shout shirt. out
2: to that the our fan base there. We
1: have to really like yeah, figure out to, that out.
0: Shout out to wherever m- you the are. <laughs> fans in Malaysia. Hey, if I'm
1: hoping- if you um if you live in Brazil, and you listen to the podcast, please comment, come to Brazil on all of our social media posts. So so we know that you want us to come to Brazil.
2: And give us a five star when you do it. So we know right. you're really in Brazil. That's right. You know, because like, that's you right. know,
0: here's the works. secret code for the reviews. If you're from Brazil, five stars. If you're from the United States, five stars. If you're from an Eastern European country, five stars. It's if as, you're from France, it's as simple five stars. as that, folks. If you're from the uh, Australia, five stars. New Zealand, five stars. China, five stars. Japan, five stars. Russia, five stars. Uh, anywhere, you know what I mean? It's going to be five stars, and that's how we it's know as simple that, you're, as that folks, you're in a country.
1: There's if only five on the stars moon. there. Just fill them all up. If if it's you're not the hard. moon.
0: Five. The stars. exception. The exception of the rule is if
2: you. Are no longer living, and you're in the afterlife, and there's social media in the afterlife. No, if you're
0: a ghost, five stars. It's that simple. Okay. That's how we know you're a ghost. We're not going to know you're a ghost if you don't do five stars. All we're going to know if you don't do five stars is you're an idiot. Do you see what I mean? Right.
1: Yeah. Guys, we're looking. Before we forget, I think we need to pay tribute to. The soul that we lost this past week. Um, A rap legend. uh, Truly member of the community. Attractive. Sexually virulent. His name was Prince Philip. I was going to say Prince Philip. RIP. He Um, died because he tried to jack off. And he fell and broke his shoulder because right. he I mean, forgot a, how
2: a man, a, a man who was once mistaken for the crypt keeper. It's now, will there be a,
0: a, f- a famous new piercing celebrity like that in his honor? Cause there's a Prince Albert, right. but will there be a Prince Philip piercing? And if so, <laughs> where <laughs> will it be through the ball? The sack.
2: thing we don't want to speculate. We don't want to speculate too harshly yet because we're not sure if this yeah. is going to be the mark of the beast. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, uh, the mark as, you know, evangelicals.
1: Pre- yeah. Yeah. I think the, uh, Prince Philip piercing should be through both testicles. Through the testicles. Like, you like know, like, bar. you know how Frankenstein has like the bar in his the neck. The bolts. Yeah. I think it should be like that. <laughs> That's just my opinion though.
2: Yeah. Don't you think? You
1: know, um.
2: We'll see. Yeah. You know, we'll see. The queen will decree
1: when yeah. when they've come to I a do, proper. I do declare. Prince, <laughs> Prince the Andrew will piercing, be doing a live reveal of the, the piercing, piercing on the BBC. Of In honor of my late husband, Prince Philip. Such a good impression. We will be doing a new
0: <laughs> piercing that will go straight through the gentleman's ball sack. <laughs>
2: See, this, this and just reminds me of, um, quite
0: popular.
2: <laughs> I just watched the Jackass movie where Steve-O pierces his butt together. Yeah. Like he, like, he like gets it like a barbell put between the butt cheeks. So it closes yeah. like a trap door. And, um, I don't think there's a name for that yet.
0: Yeah. Maybe you know Steve-O
2: you- could give that a real name.
0: I'm thinking about this new thing, this new business King venture, King <laughs> which is, uh, which is anal cookie cutters. So it's like an extruder that you attach to your asshole <laughs> that makes your shit come out in funny shapes.
2: That'd be kind of cool.
0: I'm looking like, for through yeah, like the Play-Doh. <laughs> No,
2: you you could just do it as like a nozzle, like the attachments for vacuums, you know, just shit through the tube. And at the end, it it has the shape
0: probably like the, the icing thing. So I'm thinking like a butt plug, but the end of it is an icing thing. So, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah,
2: there's probably a market for that. Like I wouldn't, I would maybe take this part out of the pod and like maybe just send the isolated Audio of this yeah. idea to to the Shark Tank guys.
0: Yeah, right. So if think anybody knows any Gary V, um, Gary
2: V sounds like he would be into that.
0: Yeah, probably. Or Peter Thiel, he probably eats shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro. This is this is, this is not is behind the paywall, dude. We, go, we got we already got Eminem Listen, on our ass. We don't need Peter you can Thiel say, on our ass.
0: You can say Peter Thiel eats shit because his company literally. Sells the most ridiculous dragnet to the LAPD to identify people and do like I crazy mean, racial profiling and shit. The
2: thing <laughs> is, is I think we're allowed. I think we're allowed to say whatever we want as long as we don't fuck
0: Peter Thiel. As long as we don't call him gay. As long as we don't call him gay. Peter Thiel, <laughs> If good. you're listening to this podcast, guess what? You're not a nice dude. So, like, think about that for a little bit.
2: Yeah, and it has nothing to do Take with the pause. fact that you're gay. You're just also you're gay. gay.
0: Yeah, you're just gay, you too. Know? And
2: you know, not you're like, you don't want to talk about it.
0: But not in gawker the cool way. We're not Gawker or anything.
2: Yeah, yeah, by I'm the way, everybody kind of needs way. to watch that that documentary about uh, Hulk Hogan and Gawker and Peter Thiel. The Hulk Hogan sex tape? Oh, yeah. It's such a good documentary.
0: I've seen the documentary, but I, I feel like it was just hard to see any of the genitals. You know what I mean? That was kind of one of the big things that threw me off is that, well,
2: that it's fixed you camera only, angle. It's because Hulk Hogan's genitals aren't the same as Terry Bollea's genitals. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a whole different thing. Yeah. You know you know what I mean? Like I imagine if, if some the Hulk Naked, Hogan sex
0: well, tape was here now and we had GoPros on both of them. You know what I mean? Well,
2: yeah. We'd see a lot more Bubba the Love Sponge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> See some Bubba the Love Sponge, uh, Lufa action. Some Didn't, uh, doesn't he
0: say he needs to fart in the middle of the sex tape?
2: Um, I I know he said like there's like him. He said like some racial slurs.
0: I think that were he reported. says. I'm, I don't know
2: if it was during the sex tape, but he definitely dropped some. He he some some words that are uh, not not chill to say. I swear ever.
0: to God, though, he says like something during the thing. He's like, I'm gonna fart. Or something like that, maybe. Or a, I wouldn't be fuck, I got to eat. Probably, I think that's what he it is. He probably did.
2: He probably had to. He didn't say it in, like in character. He just really needed that in that moment. You know, Terry yeah. needed it. The Hulk could have kept going. Terry needed it. Yeah, uh, and it's hard. These lines are blurred when people are always in character. And I was watching this recently, like some the sex like video. Tape? No, some video comparing like like pro wrestling. And, like, um, like, social media celebrities, like, influencers that are, like, or, you know, even po- politicians that are, like, playing a character that's not how they really think, but there's no, like, act- there's no backstage. Like, they never have a place where they can turn off publicly and not be in character. So the character gets attributed to who they really are. And at what point does the character and who they really are make a difference if that's how they're publicly acting? Uh, like, it's would- like, Oh, I was playing a character. Like I said all these fucked up things, but I was just being Hulk Hogan in public. That's how Hulk would talk. That doesn't mean I did libel as Terry. I- that's just a character. And it's like, the, you could see it like these social media people too
0: dude you know i don't know what you're talking about but i did just realize from the hulk hogan tape that he slaps his tummy at the end and he says crazy eating like a pig just 10 minutes ago feel like i got off a fucking roller coaster that's what it is it's like the best well, how, line of the whole tape. how
2: much of that was terry and how much of that as, was
0: the hulkster is my I feel question. like a, i feel like a fucking pig
2: do you think just that like, was him like, in character or do you think that was the real him
0: that was the real him You think so? I think that's who he is. I think that's how he is.
2: I don't know. I think the guy just, you know, I think he just needs to chill out a little bit. You know, maybe smoke a bowl, like, (laughs) drink a beer. Like, Steve Austin's, he seems pretty, like, level. You know? Stone Cold seems like he he knows what's up right now. Still, he's in, like, great shape. He's not a wrestler. He's not fucking crazy. He's not, like, Donald Trump tan orange. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know... People really have, like, two two paths, like, these days. Like, and one of them is definitely, like, you're someone who, like, listened to a bunch of Discharge when you were in high school, and then now you just, like, post, like, fake Steve Austin quotes on your Facebook. You know what I mean? You're like, Steve Austin said, let there become.
2: No, you say, let there become Austin 316. Duh.
0: Yeah. Yeah respect exactly the attitude era
2: of WWF, you know.
0: Yeah. I don't know. That,
2: that shit attitude. was cool. Like when I was, you know, in like fourth to like like I don't know, third or fourth to like fifth or sixth grade, like I was into like wrestling and it was like the attitude era of like, you know, Stone Cold, Mankind. So third, the Rock The Rock, Rock was grade. a heel. He was like a bad guy still. Uh-huh. Like DX like doing like the suck it shit. Yeah. Like it was like wrestling was, you know, I feel like other people my age were into it the same way. Like when I link up with people that were like my age or a couple years younger older, we talk about it like it was like a nostalgic period for that shit. Yeah. And then, you know.
0: You, you get guys older both and you get start your, like
2: not believing in, in your, the reality of
0: the storylines. Your <laughs> lumbar support pillows, you guys both adjust them, and then you're like, "God, do you remember wrestling back in the day?" <laughs> Dude, it was so sick back then because it was like yeah. over the top, like
2: you know, it's like a fucking soap opera, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That shit was cool, but then it's, like, you see the long-term effects because it's, like, quasi-fake, but these dudes still do crazy shit and do, like, risk getting hurt. And then you see shit like Chris Benoit, who it's, like, after so many concussions, they have, like, serious brain damage that causes, like, like psychological disorders, and he, like, murdered his whole family. And yeah. And then they, afterward, they look at his brain scan, and it's, like... Oh, yeah, he has, like, extreme brain damage, probably from, like, a lifetime of getting paid to, like, get take massive hits to the head. And what same expense with, like, to, like, murder
1: your family? Same with, like, most NFL players, honestly. Right, like, yeah, same yeah, deal. Really that's fucked.
2: That's what they're talking about. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy because, it's like, it doesn't happen to everybody, but it's, like, it definitely increases the odds of some, like...
0: Aaron Hernandez and Chris Benoit were uh, welcoming uh, Prince Philip into hell. <laughs> they were like, "Welcome!" <laughs> and he
2: there like he, he like a uh, pile drivered yeah. him
1: into <laughs> into yeah. the belly of the beast. <laughs> yeah. X is rolling a uh, joint for Prince Philip.
2: Dude, I don't know. I watched a bunch of like, like I feel like on my like YouTube recommended shit. There was, like, a BET live stream going of just, like, all, like, DMX-related, like, interviews and, like, little, like, documentaries they had assembled over the years, like, on a loop. So I just, like, watched a ton of that. Mm. You know, like, we posted that clip on our um, social media of me, like, like rapping the DMX song. But that that, like, if you don't know, that's, like, an old clip. Like, I grew up, like, Party Up was, like, you know, an anthem when I was in, like sixth and seventh grade like everybody knew it and that song fucking meant you were like with your homies like partying like dmx was huge you know what i mean
0: yeah true legend
2: i definitely you know i'm saddened
0: but aaron was talking about x as in like xxx tentation exactly yeah yeah. Yeah. I should have clarified hell no dmx is
1: in heaven DMX, yeah, we has, DMX is, gonna lump. is in heaven. We weren't
0: lumping in DMX with Aaron Hernandez
1: and Chris Brown. No, 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 no. That's I true. just want to clarify. I thought I, I'm well, just. I thought you I, were just yeah.
2: talking topical, Prince William. No, I, well, I, I saw no. a
1: lot of uh, edits of Prince William and XXX Tentacion, like the the, the face merge together. I was
2: making I was making one yesterday, yeah. and I realized it was futile because <laughs> somebody had already probably done yeah. it.
1: Yeah, somebody
0: that's probably, probably what I did it. The of. second the news was, in, someone actually already had that they, one planned. Oh,
1: that's pr- oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jeff. If you want to get ahead of things, making, just yeah, yeah. i'm going to start anyone, making
2: a bunch of edits of celebrities that I hope die. Just soon.
1: anyone. Just you, <laughs> you should have a folder of like a thousand of these, like for every fucking celebrity you can think of.
2: I already have the meme of Morsi in in hell, <laughs> like in. It's just a picture of him like waving in hell. Yeah, like in anticipation, and then Here's I have a the funny one of him getting hit by the car. Make a Henry a funny meme. one Just
0: Photoshop tons of them and then post a screenshot of the folder as the meme. <laughs> yeah. And people can like barely kind of see what they are. But the memes file names when, are funny. Yeah. Memes like, for when more
2: <laughs> memes for when Morrissey dies, and then the other one's more memes for when Morrissey dies. It's like the election <laughs> meme about like memes yeah. for B- if Biden wins, memes for if <laughs> Trump wins. It's yeah. memes for if Morrissey dies, and then it's memes for if Morrissey is murdered.
0: <laughs> Rest in dude. peace, Joe Biden, dude. Dude, I peace. he would have loved Finally, he
2: finally got his sleep <laughs> that everyone was talking about.
0: <laughs>
1: RIP Joe Biden, he would have loved White Boy Summer. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what's going on with that.
2: Did you, I I saw like a TMZ video of somebody like on the street trying to talk to Chet Hanks about White Boy Summer and him like uh, like wanting to talk about it, but his friends were like he's good, he's good and Chet was like yeah, yeah, I'm good. Like, thank <laughs> you, appreciate it, but like I I just don't feel like talking about it right now. Like, realizing that he could say something dumb. (laughs) So, like, he, like, stopped himself. He's like, and then the guy was like, oh, I'm just asking because I'm a fan of White Boy Summer and a fan of what you do. But it was, like, clearly baiting. And he was like, you could tell he wanted to, like, take the praise and talk about it. But he was like... No, appreciate it, appreciate it. I'm just, I'm good right now. I'm
0: good. I'm, I'm just excited okay. for uh, Christian Girl Autumn because I heard Abby Shapiro is going to start her OnlyFans.
1: Yo, thing. we yeah. should get her on the mm-hmm. podcast to promote that. Yeah, it's good, Abby on the pod. <laughs> well, Leftist so icon, s- Abby Shapiro. <laughs> Yeah. After
2: that, after that interview, they like show Chet in the car, like nearby with like his friend listening to the White Boy Summer song that they had just recorded. Because if you saw on Instagram, he's like, "I need to get in the studio tonight. People with beats in L.A. Get at me. Like I need to lay down the White Boy Summer anthem." So it's him listening to the song. It's a real Chet energy, the so- dude. The song is so. Mm. Good. Cringy. No, no, no. Like, the lyric, like, the parts that they posted that you can hear, the lyrics, it's just so, like, of course, this is what it is.
1: So, I know that Chet Hanks is, like, not a good guy, as it has been revealed after this whole thing. But that aside, it would have been way better if he just made that first post about White Boy Summer and then never talked about it again. Yeah. It would have been way funnier the The fact that he's trying to like merchandise it is so stupid. Yeah. Well, it's because he's, it, he's it's really it lost off. steam. That's what he said. Yeah. He was like, "I just said something,
2: and it took off. Like it went viral. I don't control it, so I'll give the people more of what they want. So it's us reacting to it is the reason we got more of it. It would have been like he, it would have been funny it,
1: if like the like the next week he was like, guys, we're calling White Boy Summer off. I, the vibes aren't there anymore." I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> the I, he also was-
2: made he also made shirts that say like Black Queen Summer <laughs> to like fight to fight back. Be like, we got the White Boy Summer and the Black Queen Summer shirts, so like you can have whichever summer you want. White Boy Summer's for everybody. Don't be saying it's only for this. Like it's just White Boy Summer because I'm a white boy, and it's like, dude, come on. You it would have to been a lot better if the he language
0: just is not good. Shot it into the ether and then disappeared. Yes, like just like. And we get another post in six months. That's him doing his Jamaican patois. Again.
1: <laughs> the first video is funny because it. it, 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 uh, he's, it sounds like he just, he just found something like he just discovered some, like a cursed artifact or something. Yeah. He's like, guys, I just have a feeling, you know, it's going to be white boy. Like the
2: only, the only way that I'll fully forgive him is the only person that I can trust in the whole scenario that could get me on the side of being chill with it is if the music video for the white boy summer anthem is Tom Hanks lip syncing the rap, like be like <laughs> living the lifestyle of Chet, but it's, but it's his dad doing it. If like Tom in the gets on video. board, right. If Tom gets on board, <laughs> I think I I will understand we
1: need Tom right
2: but it to is re- weigh in I, it
0: is a Mitsuki video that Tom Hanks is in right
2: I need Woody you know I need uh, woody needs to weigh in on this woody like until I know what woody
0: thinks isn't what's which is the one that had Tom Hanks though in the video what artist was that? am I what? insane there's a video where Tom Hanks about. is Tom Hanks lip sync. Music video? Are you talking about
2: Castaway, dude? He's not. Lip-syncing. Oh, it's
0: Carly Rae Jepsen. I really oh, like you, by Carly Rae Jepsen. That's really? that's what okay. it was. I was trying to remember what music video Tom Hanks was in, lip-syncing the entire time, and that was it. It doesn't matter. It's just that I, I, you know, I went down the wrong path there. Or, so.
2: or if Chet also, alternatively, makes the music video, him doing a montage of famous Tom Hanks scenes, but like mm-hmm. it's him doing it. Like he's jumping on the giant piano, but he's playing like the hook of his rap song on it, you know, like in big. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like saving private Ryan. But you know, the crazy <laughs> thing about Chet Hanks
1: saving the crazy private about Ch- is like the
2: craziest uh, thing about Chet Hanks that nobody that's talking about him now is thinking about is, do you realize that Chet Hanks is the veteran with, post-traumatic stress disorder from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Like, he plays... Like, do you remember that, Aaron, from Curb? No, I, I
1: I haven't seen that show.
2: Oh, what? What? Okay, well, there's, like, a random character that's a, like, young return veteran, like, that is going through post-traumatic stress disorder and like Larry takes him to like a civil war reenactment and he starts thinking shit's real life and like freaking out like it's Afghanistan. <laughs> and uh, it's Chet Hanks. And a lot of people, since it came out a while ago, they don't remember, they remember that scene, but they don't remember the actor and yeah. it is Chet.
1: So. Chetty.
2: Damn. And you know, the way that show's made, it's like, they just tell him what to do. So 90% of that performance is probably all Chet. You know what I mean? Unscripted.
0: Just chet chedden.
2: Just goes to show you, like, you know, maybe he is like liberal. You know, he was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> maybe we can trust him. Yeah, when he says white boy summers for everybody, he's got Larry David. You know,
0: maybe so. Um, I would say that liberalism would guarantee that. I think you're right, Jeff. Yeah. If he was a if he was a a, a liberal, I would definitely my brain is kind of TV melting up. the
1: longer we talk about
0: this. Yeah, let's get it yeah, over I it, dude. feel like Chef might hump. be my favorite. Let's be talk about saving
2: r-
1: Private he, Ryan instead.
2: He's, he's <laughs> lib R worded. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: can't have, his just can't, You can't have, have your cake and eat it too. Just stop. Try not to, <clears throat> you know all right yeah you stop it i understand no Um, you stop
0: it you stop it don't do it again
2: (laughs) but yeah white boy summer i don't know it's not even it's it's just spring it's just
1: spring yeah yeah Yeah. w dead meme
2: we should buy the merchandise what do you guys think their sweatpants absolutely not no ugliest fuck yeah the only well, he's WBS, also got like an acting he's got an acting training like weekend you can sign up to oh, you meet him. that sounds even
1: worse the only wbs
0: i want to talk about is a work breakdown structure okay
1: uh-oh
0: i'm talking about project <sighs> management dude okay i'm talking about deliverables dude okay don't talk to Tell me I'm about deliverables about breaking down a large project aaron,
2: aaron got some deliverables lately recently i did uh how are those deliverables? Have you have you <laughs> indulged?
1: Uh yeah, I had uh, I had a gummy the other day. It was pretty good. Ooh, um, how was it? It was good. Um, did you get the chew ones that are like really big or the
2: the other? No, they're and- they're
1: little cubes. Cube gummies. The, you, the
2: can of cube ones, oh, yeah. yeah. Have I haven't I done like the, I haven't uh, done
1: I only did one and it, it didn't totally knock me out or anything. It just was, you know, nice. Uh, and then I did one hit of my uh, oil pen <laughs> just to test it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it works. <laughs> and you um, it off, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but I've only just, I just barely tried it. Um, I was, like, kind of maybe going to do it this weekend, but I wasn't sure if that would make my vaccine. I just got the vaccine, so mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if it was going to make it better or worse <laughs> if I tried it. Um,
2: I can tell you from experience it makes zero difference.
1: Okay. I might, I might it take it. Like, I would smoke
2: weed, and I would be like mentally chilling But like, you know, it. No matter how much, like, which strain you get, even if it's for like body, like pain, it's like it doesn't beat what's going on with the yeah. vaccine.
0: Joe Biden said not to smoke weed with the vax, though. He said it's uh, it's it's bad behavior, and uh, it's
1: not what good boys do. So I'd I don't know, man. Did there. you see? Did you see his presidential portrait? He's looking smooth as hell. Did they smooth them up? Yeah, they took you know, like uh, you know, like a like a drag queen will take like uh, tape and put it on their temples and uh-huh. pull their temples back and their cheekbones back so their skin is taut. They must have done that to him. Like Damn. uh, like I think in the Simpsons, there's a gag where he like pulls all his fat or, and ties it back. Yeah, <laughs> or, <laughs> or <it's laughs> the adren- he clips it. It's he the clips. Adren- it. The yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's they the finally adren- got program. him uh, dosed up on that shit. Um, It's uh, it's children's faces
2: like manifesting from the blood. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, you
0: know what I just thought about though. Speaking of Cube, they're doing a Japanese remake of the movie Cube. Oh. Which
1: I think could be baller. You ever seen Cube? Uh, I put it on my list because you were, you were. That was your Halloween costume. uh, Yeah, it's a banger, right? I haven't watched it. It's a banger, dude. So I'm going down this street, and I'm trying not to smile. Where I'm going and the curve is at the side By the sewer
0: Where the rain goes down Like this girl I once knew Cause the sewer is so hollow And the yell <laughs> Could last forever I think Aaron's seen every day at length
1: like Um, have I? Maybe Except for six men getting sick. No, I've seen that shit. Of course, I've seen that one.
2: I haven't seen the straight
1: story, but I know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That that's one's a true story. One's, I've heard that it's just a, all it's right. Okay. It's good. I know, it's like good. all of it. It's worth watching, but, but it's very um, different. I think yeah, I have, I've seen all wait. the rest. So.
0: What's yeah. your ranking, Aaron? Give me your ranking. Top
1: okay. five. Um, Give me your top five. Top five. Mulholland Drive, Lost Highway. Wait, is this
2: in order? Is this in order? No. Okay.
1: I'd say my top five, David Lynch, is Mulholland Drive, Fire Walk With Me, Lost Highway. Um, he doesn't even have that many films. <laughs> so, Dude, I, that got Velvet, I got mine, lo- I got mine Head, down. I got mine Inland locked Empire. down.
2: I got. Oh, Inland Empire, uh, yeah. I got.
0: Wild at Heart. Blue Velvet. Is your number Fire. one?
2: No, this is not in order, but okay. I could order them. It would just take me more time. I got Blue Velvet, Mulholland Drive, Firewalk with Me, Lost Highway, and Elephant Man.
1: Yeah. I would say, I would say Mohan Drive is my absolute fave. That's my top two, and then I would have a hard time for like number two and three, choosing between Lost Highway and Firewalk with Me, mm. and then number four would probably be a See,
2: but Blue Velvet's his like best, like w-
1: like it's hard. In general, it's hard to like, choose. I think Blue yeah. Velvet
2: is his best film, like all around. Yeah, but my personal favorite would be Lost Highway. I yeah. think
0: Mahalo but, like, drives his best one all around, but I'd say dude, Blue Velvet is is a is probably number.
1: Four. It's hard. It's hard to choose because they're all really good. All around
2: for me, Mulholland Drive's two, but Blue Velvet is just like the per it's it's a perfect film, like from a Mm. filmmaker. I think from my own
1: watching, I mean, Mulholland Drive was the first one that I watched ever and it stuck with me like crazy. Like, I that was like a life changing film. And like, Blue Velvet is also really good. If maybe if I had watched that one first, it would have had the same effect, but like, Mulholland Drive has like. It's, like, my favorite movie, so, like, it's hard to, hard, to, hard to top that one. But, I mean, Blue blue Velvet and Eraserhead, I would say, are, like, very close together on the ranking. Um, Wild at Heart, I really like it, um, but I've seen it less than the other ones. And then Inland yeah. Empire, I really love, but it's... it's it's just so abstract Mm -hmm. that i i wouldn't rank it as his best film but it certainly is one of his more interesting films
2: see like wild at heart i like but it's too campy for me to be in like the top it's a little too like twin peaks the tv show for me with the fantasy like references to like wizard of oz and shit which i like for what it is but if i had to like pick like like a ranking system, I like it less than what he does with the other films. Yeah. And also, like, you know, he sometimes works with other people, and Wild at Heart is like based on like the Lula and Sailor stories by Barry Gifford, who like co collaborated on the screenplay with him. So it's like, as far as like works that aren't inherently all Lynch's, I think like Elephant Man is the fucking movie. You know what I mean? Like,
1: that one's pretty crazy. Yeah. I've only seen that one once. It's less Lynch's like
2: influence on it because it's not his script. And, you know, it was his first major studio thing and yeah. like, his second movie after Eraserhead, and, like first
1: big budget movie. And, like, it's such a cra- know, that's like but- such a cra- he has the craziest career trajectory. His career is like he wild, spends like yeah. seven fucking years making Razorhead at AFI. Like to the point where like the, the director of AFI like resigned over it because it was so controversial. And then like then it's such a cult classic that uh they recruit him to direct Elephant Man, which is like one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen. You, <laughs> like it's and you, so you know bizarre. The, you know the
2: weird you know the weird way that happened, right? You know how that happened. Uh, I've
1: read about I can't remember exactly what happened though. Mel Mel Brooks oh. saw saw Eraserhead
2: yeah. and like – Yeah, because
1: he produced fi- uh,
0: Elephant he, Man, he, right?
2: He produced Elephant Man but not under his like comedy production company. He he wanted his name not attached to it because it mm. wasn't a comedy. But he like handpicked Lynch like – Yeah. And it was because he went to a screening, uh, a double feature – because what they would do for big screenings is they would play a film before that matches, like, the mo- the mood to get you in the mood for the main film. Right. Like, they want to set the tone that you're going into the next film with. And he was going to, like, a screening of The Shining, and they played Eraserhead before The Shining. Oh. And Mel Brooks was, like, blown away. Yeah. And then he got him that. And then from Elephant Man, since it was, like, massively critically acclaimed and, you know, like, Oscars and shit. Mm-hmm. um, Because, you know, based on true events, so it was like a fascinating historical story. And Anthony Hopkins and John Hurt are amazing in it. Yeah. And um, it's, you know, even if you've never seen it, you know it because you're probably like people out there, I'm saying, are like fans of Seinfeld. And that whole like, I am not an animal about like the nose picking from Seinfeld (laughs) is a direct copy, like parody of the scene from the elephant Man. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, because of all that, they gave him Dune, and it was a failure. Right. And his career was basically over. <laughs> and then he was starting to like think about Twin Peaks and think about going to television because nobody well, wanted to give him film work. Also, he bro, but Blue he did Velvet. Blue Velvet he, after almost Dune,
1: before though. he did. He got asked to do Dune. George Lucas asked him dir- to direct one of the Star Wars movies. You guys know that, right? That's David Lynch hard. almost uh, directed one of the Star Wars. movies. Well, not yeah, almost this probably
0: would have been good, but I think it was like the problem with that was that it was uh, cut a whole bunch, right? Well, he, he wanted to David a Lynch, told, it film. didn't
1: it, it didn't get very far. It was basically like George Lucas flew, flew him out to L A. or whatever, and like took him around and and basically got him lunch and and whatever. And by the end of that excursion, David Lynch was like, "This just not the vibe for me. Like it's this guy's project. So mm. It's not for me." And so he turned it down, even though Dune was a failure. You know what I mean like critically and he didn't like
2: what it t- was made into. Yeah. He wouldn't have met Kyle McLaughlin. So it's like, you exactly. know, we wouldn't have Agent Cooper, we wouldn't have Jeffrey Beaumont. We w- know. you know, it's just like it had to happen that way.
1: And um also uh Big Ed is in Dune too. By the way. Right. Yeah.
2: And he was working on the ideas of Twin Peaks. And then he got funding for Blue Velvet and made Blue Velvet, and that's why Twin Peaks comes out like a year after Blue Velvet, because they kind of happened around the same time. And exist kind of in the same like world of nostalgia and like you know a bit of like campy fifties America. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, what's deeper beneath the surface. Dude, Blue Velvet is so good. I might even watch it tonight. It's just so it It is really good.
0: Watched it a couple of days ago. So that that scene where he out.
1: walks into the apartment and like the guy in the yellow suit is like standing just standing there. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Uh, I
2: think it's that's, isn't that, that's Jack Nance, right?
0: Uh, Jack Nance is no, like, part that's of not the Jack crew. Nance. He's part of the crew. Though.
1: He's not the one well, dead there. I would say I Blue Velvet. It. I would say Blue Velvet is his most disturbing film because, no, you think? Yes. Because it's the it's his film that is the most grounded in reality all of his other films and projects f- heavily focus dreams, hallucinations, supernatural things but blue velvet is all happening like in real when, time
0: when jack and- yeah, so there are, says, there are like, I'm Paul, like elements that scared the shit out of me the first time i watched blue velvet is Jack Nance with such confidence says, I'm Paul. You know what I mean? And I'm like, fuck.
2: Like, the gas, it's like, they're, like that's not the way, it's like, there's like a fake drug that, like, makes Dennis Hopper, like, maniacal. Like, that's not how, like like, nitrous gas, like, people act when they're on that type of drug. It's like, there are elements that are, like. Inexplainable, but, no, but you know what I'm is, saying. Though there's no dream right.
1: sequences, there's it's no like hallucination. It's not like Lost Highway, where it's like this like extended dream sequence. It's not like Mahal and Driver. Yeah. It's a dream,
2: right? It's not like Twin they do Peaks. allude with with the Roy Orbison, like in dreams, like where that other character is like singing it, like about like their identities all being tied in dreams and fantasy. And i there is like a dream element, but it but it's is the, most the most grounded like, in reality, right. and that's why sure, sure. the
1: behavior of Dennis Hopper is so disturbing because it's not, like, a Bob or a Mr. Mm -hmm. Eddie or, like, um, Mr. Roke from Mulholland Drive, like, that menacing, like, dream person. It's, it's like, a real guy. Like, he's, like, a real dude. And he's, like, that fucked up in real life. (laughs) That's what (laughs) makes it more disturbing to me.
2: I would also say until the supernatural elements start getting revealed in the Twin Peaks series, also very, like... Believable, like a small town with a murder becoming the central focus and like it revealing the darker sides of like what is seemingly a good town is also like plausible in
1: our actual reality. Right. But it's explained through supernatural
2: later, things. like eventually, yeah. eventually. Like they, like, yeah,
1: Twin Peaks, Leland is exonerated in the show. Right. He's exactly. buried like. Everyone, everyone's like so sad to see him gone. That's that's a weird part of the show for me. Like everyone's like, "Oh, poor well, he, Leland." It's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like it
2: w- it was Lynch like giving him a, a nice like memorable send off because technically he was never supposed to be revealed, so he would never actually have had to have le- left the show, right? Otherwise, yeah. so it's like you're getting fired because of the network. So we're gonna give you like a send off that makes you look like a martyr so like you know you can have a big dramatic last scene it's and just like so PG- we do so for this yeah
0: for this episode can we do the picture of like the three children sitting on the sofa where it says is Fortnite dying <laughs> but instead it says like is david lynch the best director of all time
2: or and we, we have those th- three
0: kids on the sofa <laughs> yeah the, the, yeah. the
2: chipmunks on the couch in the red no, room no dude
0: no fucking <laughs> like chipmunks instantly dude. our
2: account gets shut <laughs> nobody
0: down. nobody cares about that chipmunks meme anymore that was pre-covid dude
1: that was i
2: put the chipmunk getting the best head in the rollo for halloween and it went off during covid so i don't know what to tell you dog, that shit kept getting likes like weeks after just, halloween
0: just you're not allowed to do it anymore dude <laughs> you're not allowed to do it don't i don't want to see thinking i understand
2: i disagree to an extent for different reasons but i understand and agree that I, it does need to stop but for different reasons yeah but yes we I should agree. we
0: should uh we should start doing the podcast in la should we all move down oh, yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah absolutely
0: you want to do that next next year next week two years or oh, five years no, next week we just go next week. Well, let's go
2: to Chet's acting no. workshop thing, and I'm done we'll talking about, about that Chet. Hanks. That was
1: that. <laughs> I'm putting my foot down. That was all the Chet Hanks discussion I'm willing to have on this show.
0: No more Chet, Chet. He's a dead Chet. meme.
1: It was dead, dead minutes after it happened. Um, yeah. Um, Rest in
0: peace, Chet Hanks. You would have loved White Boy Summer.
2: I'm thinking more about Lynch, dude. I'm like, I mean, I could talk about Lynch forever, but I'm in this Lynch, this Lynch convo though. I'm like curious, you know, I'm, I, you know, I just love discussing other people's takes on it because it's also so interpretive that like, you know, helping hear other people's takes and then saying what I think and having conversations about it. It's like it's never ending because it's not definitive. So like right. it yeah. helps like either confirm or like reinforce or question what I already believe about his work, mm-hmm. and that's the genius of like what he's like built as his body of work because like it'll always be relevant to discuss it because no one will ever know what the fuck you know. Yeah,
1: I mean, I yeah, wish I that was
2: great. a
0: body of work.
2: But yeah, it, Inland Empire is definitely the one I've spent the most, the least time with. Like, I've watched it the least amount of time. It's just because it's so... It's really long. In, it's long, and it's like, really, there's a lot happening constantly. I
1: watched it once while I was in college, and I started it at like 12.30 a.m., and I didn't realize that it was like three and a half hours long. And it was Oh my god. crazy. Like, because I was dozing yeah. off, and then I would, like, nod off, and then wake up, I'm like, oh, shit, I must have missed, like, 20 minutes. And then I would, like, be like, oh, I missed one minute. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. the shit, shit is happening so quickly it, near the end of that movie like shit is just, like just shifting around and i was like i don't even know what's fucking happening i need to re- i've you- been meaning to rewatch it though but like i have a bunch of longer movies that i've been like dying to watch but like every time i want to watch a movie it's like 10 p.m and i'm like i'm too yeah same for this.
2: dude same well you also saw that a weird thing that lynch did confirm is that he has stated that Firewalk With Me and Lost Highway exist in the same universe. So that explains a lot of the shit happening in Lost Highway. Like, explaining that, like, the supernatural elements that exist in the Twin Peaks universe are the same supernatural elements that exist in Lost Highway.
1: Hmm.
2: And, Damn. you know, Lost Highway, not to give away, like, parts of the return that Jacob has left, but there are a lot of parallels between... Lost Highway and what happens in the return. True, um, that's true. Which is weird. So you may even see like Lost Highway character crossovers into the Twin Peaks universe. What if that's what Wisteria is? It's like Twin Peaks world, but like the side of the story that's happening with Lost Highway
1: shit. I kind of want something totally new. I, I I don't I don't want that. I want something new. I want something totally unique. You know what I mean? Like I want something totally you want, new. You know what more James did? Come on. <laughs> we had quite a lot of James in the return. Wait, did did
0: James they're talking about James got into a motorcycle accident where I was at in the return. Yeah. Did he loses frontal lobe? Maybe.
2: It's kinda like a it's kind of like a Damn. Gary
0: Busey situation.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> gotcha. Lost highway. There uh, you go. Yeah. Okay. Um the, the the interesting part too is that like Mulholland Drive. And it was very much, like, not even when they had started working. This is like, way before they even started working on Mulholland Drive. But it was supposed to be... A show,
2: yeah. A well, it
1: was supposed to be a series, and the inspiration was a spinoff about Audrey. Uh-huh. Right. And they got Initially. the phrase Mulholland Drive stuck in their heads. Um, Him and Mark Frost, I guess, or whoever. And then that just kind of never happened. But then... Later, Years later, Lynch was, like, rediscovered the phrase Mahalan Drive and then, like, started from there. He found it in his notes up. I met Mark Frost
2: at the Barnes Noble at Union Square when they released, like, the final dossier, like, right before The Return came out. And um, I went and heard him talk and, like, got my book signed. But the process, like, to go, like, reserve a spot, you had to buy the book So like I, I was up like all night. I think I worked the night before and me and my friend Wilson went straight from the bar. Like we stayed at the bar until like 7am and then went straight to the Barnes and Noble to like buy the book. And then we went to try to like rest and then go back for the thing later that night. And I was just like, on such a crazy, like binge of like up for like two days, like (laughs) not living healthy and like. Seeing Mark Frost and talking to him and meeting him, so weird. Such a weird experience.
1: Yeah. Um That is sounds weird. Crazy. Meeting anyone yeah, like that pr- is always gonna be weird. No matter how much you fantasize about it. As soon as you meet someone yeah. like that, it's always gonna be a little weird. At least uh, in my meeting, experience, like, it always is musicians.
2: Has it's like, you meet musicians, you're at a show, it's like, they they have some drinks, it's like, even if you're a little buzzed, they, they know what's going on and what to expect, but you're like, inside the Barnes & Noble talking to like, the guy that is like, half of some shit that you've been obsessing over for like, you know, I was probably like, 28 or something then, it's like, for most of your life, like, and adult
1: life especially, and you're like, What's up, man? Like you're just like jittering out. I'd almost rather not. You know what I mean? Like, like I I went I remember seeing Kim Gordon, like she had a gallery opening in Chelsea right when I moved to New York. And I saw her, she was standing right there. And I was just like, I don't have anything to say to her. (laughs) Like, what am I gonna say to her that's not gonna make me feel like like a like a weirdo? You know
2: in paying for the thing and buying the book, you get to get your book signed. So when you walk up to get it signed, it's like, you got to say something, you know? I didn't right. try to talk too long, but it's like, I have to, you know, he's going to talk to me and be like, what's your name? Like, I'm going to sign the book, you know? Yeah. So I had to engage to like an extent.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, crazy, well, man. I, 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 I might've told this story on the podcast. One last David Lynch, Jason story before we wrap it up, but. Um, I got I went to Rough Trade when Angelo Badalamenti was doing a signing because like him and David Lynch released an album and I got there and bought the record and then was like, Can I get in line? They were like, No, there's a cutoff for the line. And I'm like, but I'm here and I just bought the record. And they're like, sorry, well, a we, just made, a, we yeah. just made a cutoff. And I'm like, but he's sitting right there. And they're like, sorry. Damn. Do you want a refund? And I'm like, no, but It was, that was, I was pissed about that. It was shitty.
2: Dude, but the thing is, is it's, it was a happy accident because now you have this content for the podcast.
1: It's, and it's such a great (laughs) story. I mean, I know our listeners, you know, hour and 20 minutes into the podcast, they're just riveted hearing me tell the story about how I didn't meet Angelo Badalamenti and he didn't sign my record. Yeah.
2: To end the episode, I, like, Something that seems unrelated but ties in. I was recently watching like a Chris mm-hmm. Farley documentary, and they were talking about how Chris Farley's like first SNL thing, his first like big like sketch when he got hired was um, the Twin Peaks episode with Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> and he's so
1: good. Oh, yeah. I remember he's that. So
2: good. Like, can, let's can we watch that and play it out with like us watching? That sketch from SNL, like,
1: it's just such a. Uh, we like, can't do genre. a watch along. Have you seen it? I've seen it, but we can't oh, we do can't. a watch along. True. Can
2: we listen to the audio?
1: We could. Right I don't now. know. I kind of. I kind of don't. Just
2: like just the the like anymore. True. It's true. I mean, it's, it's funny, the law.
1: but it's very funny, and we'll link it in the description. Can we? Can maybe maybe all play Let's it. Let's just
2: cut out me seg- Let's just cut out me suggesting no, dude. it then. We're gonna have, it's have like you doing it,
0: but we should distort the audio down. and slow it down, like in uh like in uh part eight. Right. You're like, can we watch it? Please. Can we watch the video? That'd be good. And then like we have the static also.
2: I'm just saying, Jacob, you're gonna have to watch the four-hour video no don't
0: watch, watch it, that dude. fucking dumb stupid, video dude. i won't Eric, need a did video you, did you watch it? it no i'm not did gonna watch it? it
1: no it's good fuck that shit good. i hate youtubers man fuck youtubers fuck oh, youtubers man, i'm not watching that the fucking difference? bullshit
2: what what's the difference of that than all of like the reddit and like and like
1: it's just bolt, as bad and, like, uh, it's just as fucking i don't read bad that either dog shit no. No. i don't, I don't read that either but i'm not watching that shit. I watch, read- I watch the show i watch the show and i enjoy the show i don't want to yeah, watch you a youtuber read- talk
2: to me about you- it you must have read other people's theories
1: yeah sure i don't want to point, I don't want listen to a theory. shrill fucking youtuber Screen. Oh no! Guys, the four hours. So today, Come I'm going to go over a, for the screen. next three hours. For the next
0: three hours, I'm going to go over what I think happened in Twin Peaks The Return. So one of the key things to realize about this show is queer identity. Ugh. It's sprinkled all over the show. And at first, I didn't catch it. But then I started realizing that Dougie Jones is actually Kyle McLaughlin's Agent Dale Cooper's gay doppelganger. Um, in we all go, this is more exactly why this is, this is more interesting. <laughs>
2: the, the problem is, is, I can't bring up any of the points, the theories from it until Jacob finishes because it's all like important. So it's like, I can't even argue of why it's an, and at the very least, even if it's like, even if it's not the theory that you think it is, it's interesting because you know, you're like. As someone that watched the series, you have like expert like knowledge of all the shit he's talking about. So it's engaging to watch a video where people like talk about what they think it might mean, and you are like, I know exactly what you're talking about. So like, if I disagree, these are the reasons why, and you know,
0: in why the immortal you don't words,
2: it. "It's interesting."
0: Of Adam Sandler, I disagree. <laughs> True, I disagree. Well,
2: I'm also going to come. So we better say goodbye to come. everybody. Okay. Uh, I
0: disagree. <laughs> um, <you laughs> thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm going to come.
2: That's a little uncut Easter egg gem for all the, all of the for, safety heads out there. That was all we out the for pod those who celebrate. this week.
0: I'm going to come. If you've gotten
2: this far, there's your reward of Uncut Gems reference.
0: <laughs> I'm finna come.
2: I'm um, finna come. Awesome. Well, thanks, everybody. <laughs> I'm so gonna go watch the four hour uh, Twin Peaks video. I
0: <laughs> know <laughs> you aren't, dude. No I swear you aren't. I'm just gonna jerk gonna. off for
1: four hours and get yeah, more, more, more that, out of dude. that
0: experience. Imagine how, how you much know, you could add you know in I'm four not hours.
1: Tasking, Aaron. <laughs> i multitasking, Aaron. I mean, more power to you. You probably.
2: Maybe the theory <laughs> is a little sexier. If, if you would open your mind and check out even the first hour and uh, a half, maybe you would realize how. There's How so much of an aphrodisiac I it could is. watch
1: through an entire Bro. Super Mario Sunshine 100 percent speedrun in the amount of time it would take to watch that shit, and that's more interesting and educational. I'm
2: just telling. I'm just telling you that I that feel so like true. you would enjoy it. I, as someone that's watched oh. it, feel like you would thank me. You would. I guarantee afterward, unless you're so stubborn that you would fight, I guarantee afterward some part of you will be like, it was interesting like i enjoyed it to an extent
1: i'd rather uh, respectfully cut my balls off than watch that fucking 4 hour movie okay bye <laughs> everyone <laughs> bye driving in your car pretending that believe this <laughs> down we're watching over street lights pain and now you're just this
2: Took a picture from the frame and though you're nothing like you see, you shall have like